Becoming a Successful Leader with Kingdom Influence. Hello, my name is Christopher Banks and thank you for joining me again. And for all those who are who are new, welcome. For those who are old, who, are, who have been listening to me for a while, thank you once again. Um, I'm so happy and blessed that you are listening to this and I pray by the end of this message that you will become a even more successful leader than you already are or that you will reach that goal that you are trying so hard all your life to make or it will reactivate that leader spirit that is inside each and every one of us all 6.7 billion people in the planet have a leader spirit in them and today we're going to excite that spirit I want you to say it with me now. Excite that. Excite that spirit in me. Excite that baby that is waiting inside of me. All right? Becoming a successful leader with kingdom influence. I suggest you take notes, write these, these tools down, and let's get started. In today's world, we have many places of businesses, and they all have leaders brewing inside of them. Schools all have leaders brewing inside of them. Homes have leaders brewing inside of them. But the issue is those same leaders that are brewing are not being released. I have come to realize the full magnitude of this statement I heard from the late Dr. Miles Monroe. He said, the richest place on the planet Earth is not the oil mines in Iraq. It is not the diamond fields of Africa. It is not the gold bars in Fort Knox. It's a place that we at times drive by almost every day. This place is a cemetery. In the cemetery, is buried a lot of paintings that would never be painted. Musical compositions that would never be written. Books that would never be written. Ideas that would never get broadcasted to save money or energy. I have made a decision today and it, it will be to rob the graveyard of my dreams and leadership and I hope you guys will take that same decision people are filled with an incredible force called untapped potential potential is never what you have done before it is simply what you're capable of doing success biggest enemy is your past accomplishments. That's powerful. Some people just park on their past successes and never move beyond. Thus, they simply just fail at life. The key to your kingdom leadership is already inside of you. And all you have to do is unlock it. So I'm going to give you some tips or some keys <laughs> to how to 
actually unlock it. Leadership key number one is faith. Faith, my simple definition of faith is defined as believing in what it is not seen as it's, it, but it was already there. A lot of us don't understand this true meaning of faith or the meaning of what I just said. Let me say this, that Christ said many times, according to your faith, you are healed. Your faith can move mountains. Another caveat to this thing called faith is your words. But for now, let's talk about faith. In order to be a, an effective leader, you must have faith. Faith in your profession. Faith in your subordinates. Faith in your dreams. You must have faith. But a sad truth is that some leaders have the wrong kind of faith. Yes, I said it, the wrong kind of faith. Remember, faith is believing in what is not seen as if it was already there. So, for example, if you continuously say, I will never get this business off the ground, then guess what? You will never get it. You will have spoken it into existence. The faith you had stating that it would never happen caused it to never really happen. Your words are that powerful. It's time for us to wake up. Leaders and people who are striving to be leaders, you are created in God's image. Not some monkey or some or some some sort of cross-examination experiment. You was created in his image. So we were supposed to operate like him through our faith and through our words. Hebrews 11 and 3 of the King James Version says, through faith, we understand that words were framed by the word of God so that things which were seen were not made of those things which do appear. That's a deep statement. Psalms 33 and 6 says, by the word of of the Lord were the heavens made and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. So once again, words are very powerful. We were made in his image. So we were supposed to speak with authority and proclaim what we want to happen. A leader that is always speaking negative will always have negative consequences. Leaders need to speak life into their goals. 
speak to the things that they have faith in. To become successful, you don't take what the world gives you. You take what your Father in Heaven says you can do. As a leader, you need to speak greatness to your goals and life. You also need to speak greatness to your subordinates. Have you ever wondered why your subordinates were performing poorly? You don't say nothing to them. You always saying bad things and negative things about what they're doing. And even though they might be performing poorly, if you start speaking life into them, they will grow. Leadership key number two. Failure is necessary. That's a hard one for many of us. Because many leaders will allow this to defeat them. And I'm telling you now that faith and failure is necessary. Why am I saying that? Any dream or purpose you have will be challenged to verify authenticity. <laughs> Excuse me. Refer to the book of Genesis when Joseph had his dream or the issues Moses had. Even Jesus Christ was challenged on his purpose to bring the kingdom of heaven to the hearts of mankind. But because they would not give up and operated on faith, their purpose was fulfilled. Failure only states you are about to learn on how to perfect your craft. Think about it. If you never fail while you was learning to walk, you would never learn how to get back up. Hmm. Failure also states that you are alive and about to embark on a great adventure. So leaders, do not run away from failure. Because as long as you are operating on faith, speaking greatness into your purpose, you will not be defeated. But you must believe that. And speak it. And practice it every day. Leadership key number three. And very important to leaders. You must stay away from negative impactors that try to overtake you. What you speak, like I said, it was powerful. It comes from your heart or your subconscious, rather. Let me ask you this. Have you ever read a bad article in a newspaper or saw something bad on the news or Facebook or whatever you, you're viewing and your whole day 
seem to rent wrong? Listen to me, people who go to church. Listen to me very well because I'm about to answer that question that you all have in your head of why do I feel great on Sunday and then Monday I feel so horrible. One of the reasons why is Faith also comes by hearing. The Bible says it comes also by hearing. So you hear the word preached to you on Sunday. But soon after you leave, mess comes. The more negativity you hear, the more good things you, you need to hear. To cancel it out. I'm going to say that one more time. The more negativity you hear. The more good things you need to hear. In order to cancel it out. I remember reading uh, a, a scientific article. And they said. it. They basically did a research that said. It takes up to 21 good things. For you need to hear to cast out that one bad thing that you heard. Wow. Mm, isn't that something? But let's take it a step further. Let's see what the king said. So Jesus said, and he said it so wonderfully. The sower sows the seed, which the, you know, the seed is the word and the evil one comes immediately Ooh, to steal it. Wow. Listen to me, people. This is why you must continually read God's word so you can gain strength and resilience from the negative happenings. The more word that you read, the more you're built up and fortified. You can't just hear it on Sunday and then expect for the whole week to not go according to plan. And you, you keep hearing all this negative stuff. Now it's downloaded into you. You have to continue reading. Continue leaning on this word. A wise man said that you must study God's word in order to obtain peace. So it is a prerequisite for leaders to study the word. It is a must. Did you know that every crisis that is happening in the world today, the Bible already instructed you on how to defeat it. The things that we are allowing to defeat us today are defeated already in the Bible. And all we have to do is read it and claim our winnings. So if you're suffering and you're allowing negative things to continue to sap away the little peace that you have, stop it now. Continue reading this word. Study it. Bathe in it. Grow in it. 
And you'll watch what happens. Watch how much peace you will have when someone comes to you with negativity, with mess, with gossip, with pain. Watch how wise you become. Glory. Just thinking about it. How much easier it will be to operate solely on his word. Anything that will come to you is defeated. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Do you know how to actually excite that word in your spirit? We quote it constantly. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Oh, it's prospering. It's prospering. You are not reading the word. You have to study this thing. You have to put it into practice. You have to continually put this thing in you. Your body is continually downloading negativity, sometimes on a constant basis. But if you're continually refocusing, remember what I said about that word repent. Repent means change your mind, change your thinking. So if you continually change your thinking and get it on top of God's word to keep meditating it and studying it, wow, my God, the, the, the endless possibilities of what you can do. You'll be the only one walking around with a smile on your face when the whole entire room is angry. What a peace and joy you have. And others will be wondering, why do you have all that peace? Why are you smiling? Thus, you can introduce them to the word, introduce them to the kingdom. <laughs> Glory, hallelujah. Whew! I feel happy all by myself. It's thinking about how much his word has saved me with so much troubles. So once again, all of you have a leadership spirit in you. It was already stated in Genesis. It said, give them dominion. <laughs> I wish I had more time to talk about this. Give them dominion. Give them, so manage, control. The, the, if you research the Hebrew of that word dominion, it's manage, control, to to, to take over, to, 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 to rule over, to master it. Master over the, over the earth. What the culture of heaven. That leadership spirit is in you. This is why you hate being dominated. Have you ever wondered why you tell a child, go to bed, and he doesn't do it. He says, no. And he say, go to bed. And he still says, no. Something in his spirit still telling them, no. Or your boss says, do this paper now. And in your spirit, you're like, no. But you go ahead and type it because you need that money. <laughs> but that spirit in you, that dominion spirit, that leadership spirit is saying, no. I will not be dominated by any man. I will dominate my purpose. That's in you. Already, God has built that in you. Your faith must operate on that. So you all have a leadership spirit. 
and it's up to you to unlock it. The kingdom of heaven is what you need to lean on, people. This government is what you need to survive and to thrive. And all you must do to enter the kingdom and become a true leader is follow Christ. There is no other way. There was no unauthorized dealers. Don't listen to them. They will not lead you to his kingdom. It will not lead you to glory. No one else that I ever heard of or read about taught about the kingdom except Christ, except Jesus. No one else had ever has. No one else will represent you. No one else. Stop following these false prophets. Stop following this, this thing called religion. Stop it now for your own safety, for your own sake. Stop. The kingdom of heaven is what was this whole thing, this whole Bible was all about. The whole thing was set up. The kingdom is what the whole thing was all about. To spread the culture of heaven here on earth. That's the reason why we were created. Don't you see? Real, real, real quick, real quick, because I'm running out of time. The best example of a true leader was Christ and is Christ. He knew his purpose. He knows who he really is. Leaders, he built people. He exercised dominion. He was never scared of opposition. He was all of that. And he knew it. Yes, I know, I know. He is the word of God. But he was placed into a dirt body to prove to us, to show us, to demonstrate to us how we must behave. Selah. I am here to tell you in order to become a great leader, you must act like your father God. You must do what Christ told you. You must listen to his word and stand firm on his name. Leaders, this is very important. Your church is failing because you will not do this. Your business is failing because you will not do this. Your household is failing because you will not do this. Your whew, things are failing because you will not do this. And think about it. I have never known him to leave you. He will not leave you. It is us who leave him. And I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Leaders, stand strong on faith. Depend on the kingdom. And you will become a successful leader. Thank you for your time. Dear Heavenly Father, I'm asking that every leader that has been listening to this, every leader spirit that has been listening to this, ask that you will bless the business. Ask that you will call upon them and erupt the change in their lives. Father, some of them are stuck on failure. Allow them to see again. 
Heal their eyes so they can see. Heal their hearts the way they can love. Heal their ears so that they can hear. And let your kingdom shine throughout the whole earth. Let your glory shine throughout the earth. Heaven and earth will bow to you, Father. And I'm so happy that you are my king. Father, I know there's people hurt and are suffering. We need you. And we thank you. Now, let the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide over us forever and forevermore. Amen. Mm-hmm.